Today is Wednesday, November 30th. We are approaching the winter meetings in baseball. It's been a quiet couple weeks. I mean, we had it for Thanksgiving since Judge went out and was seen in San Francisco. Uh, there hasn't been much going on um, outside. I think probably the biggest signing is uh, probably Mike Clevenger with the, the White Sox in the last week. So um, hopefully we get some activity picking up but before we get into all that. I'll throw it out to San Francisco, uh, to San Diego, not San Francisco. Um, uh, Brian, was, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I was close a couple of days before Thanksgiving, but no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I think the, uh, it, it has been, it has been kind of quiet. Um, and, uh, you know, since, uh, judge walked through that hotel lobby and the video appeared, um, on Paul Morosi's line. Right. So, I think you know it's 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 good. We're getting ready for the holidays out here, and um, a, uh, there was one interesting Padres piece and uh, piece of information that came out yesterday um, that basically said that they might be in the Xander Bogarts market. So, oh yeah, I did little, hear about that. That's that's a little side trip, and of course that makes you think a little bit because from the this is not a Padres podcast, but you know when you have Fernando Tatis Jr. and then you got say Sun Young Kim. Um, as your shortstops, you're going after another shortstop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think uh, they would plan on keeping him at shortstop. Uh, yeah, uh, he can play with, all over. You know, he certainly can play. Yeah. He can play the outfield too. But uh, but they were they were seeing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, so that was a little bit of interesting stuff from out here in California land and stuff. But uh, you know, you're yeah. ready for you're getting ready for Christmas back there. Yeah, we got our got our tree up. Day after Thanksgiving, as usual, yeah. um, and uh, ready to roll here. Um, hopefully, but hopefully, the, I mean, this is the time when stuff kind of starts to heat up usually in a normal off season, and this is like the first normal off season we've had in, in years. So, and didn't Judge say he was hoping to make his decision by the winter meetings? So he kind of indicated that, didn't like yeah. outright say it, but I yeah. think. I mean, he said that he wants to sign, and so the team that he joins knows like they have him and can do, do yeah. the rest of their off season. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think I, I don't know. We'll see. The yeah, we'll see. The uh, there there's a there's something we'll get to in a bit that uh, might indicate it take it might take a little longer than that, but we'll see. Um, yep. I got some topics here. First one I do want to hit on is um there's been there's been talk about trading uh glaber torres i mean it's uh it's been discussed since the deadline because of the the pablo lopez rumors right but um i'm kind of not thinking that it's going to happen no especially knowing what is going on with dj exactly uh, so yeah with DJ's with DJ's uh, delaying his surgery and everything is is kind of throwing a little monkey wrench into their plans, I yeah. believe. And uh, you know, good on you know DJ's doing trying to do the right thing for his body, and and the last thing you want to do yeah. is have anything invasive happen, and you want to try to get all the natural healing and, and everything you can. Um, <clears throat> and and you know, good good on him. Okay, um, but boy, you know, to keep Glaber in a in a in a hanging in the hanging mode, uh, you know, and stuff. I mean, we just saw how it messed him up in August. Um, those last, you know, finding out that he was part of the trade bait at the deadline. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, and my understanding as far as like D, uh, uh, DJ goes, the reason he's waiting on the the surgery is because that type of foot surgery can uh, that can lead to like nerve damage, and mm. that could like affect him permanently yeah. on the field. So he's 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 not gonna get the surgery and unless it's absolutely necessary so there's no other option so yeah i, I think it's an understandable path to go down for him um unfortunate yeah. but it, it, it's uh i mean it, it is what it is um yep so that brings us to the the pros and cons of trading labor tours i mean the pros are like that as we've discussed it open it like we got a log jam in the middle infield and it opens up room for uh those uh for the kids yep. basically mm-hmm. and um and uh you know one of them can play second base and uh i, I think they're planning on one of them playing shortstop already yep. i mean yeah uh john Heyman pretty much indicated that in his uh article that we'll get to in a bit that was pretty interesting pretty much outlined Here's the here's what the Yankees are really targeting. Here's a contingent. Here the here are the uh, the judge contingency plans. That's uh, yeah. It was a pretty interesting article. Um, some people don't read into Heyman that much, but I, I think he has some knowledge of what's going on. Um, he's close. He's close enough to the game that you that you, you take a listen to what he's doing. But he's been, you know, for for, for lack of a better term, he's been a Scott Boris um, mouthpiece yeah. for so long. That you know, people just you know, people struggle with trying to give him the credence and the credibility that he needs that he that he had earned earlier on in his career. Yeah, it's. I, I think his like his tweets are what people get mad at. I, I think like the, <laughs> the that like an article like that. I think that's like legitimate yeah. like news there. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean the pros obviously, Glaber Torres leaving opens up room in the infield and the con is like you're you're probably if you trade him knowing that dj is not 100 percent, you're depending on uh I, I mean you're already depending on one of the kids at shortstop unless like one of those contingency plan things happens yeah. that we'll work at two or uh later um I th- I then think you're it. probably you're, you're probably yeah. depending on two kids because yeah. i mean even if it's not volpe and peraza you're it's probably cabrera yeah and I so. think, you know what, I think that's fine. I mean, they've got three kids knocking on the door. We had Peraza and we had and Cabrera come up. Cabrera first, of course, right? And um, and Cabrera proved his worth, okay? And he, he proved he proved he could, he could uh, hold, hang, hold his own in the batter's box. And his defense is stellar at multiple positions. So Cabrera's already on the team. It's just a question of whether he has a full-time second base slot. Um, Peraza... In the limited work that he had, as they continued to baby IKF, they, you know, the situation for Peraza, he he batted 300 in the in the limited limited at bats he had, and he wasn't getting a consistent day in day out start. Um, so I, I think, you know, and then you got Volpe who has shown at all the minor league levels he can he can hold, he can hang in there. He's not he hasn't been he's going to get spring training to see what he can do. <clears throat> to me, it's not a bad. It, it, you know, I think they've got plenty of insurance on and already on the existing roster, um, and, and whether DJ ends up having to take a longer amount of time to heal, um, and uh, you know, and they move Torres anyway, or whether Torres is there and DJ's not because he elects the surgery and then he can't go. 
Um, you know, you know, either way, I think they got the young talent to be in on this thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the camp of if they get an if, if let's say the Mariners come in with a with an offer they can't refuse for Glaber Torres. You know, I, I say take it. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always been of the position that you don't just trade Glaber for the sake of trading him because he yeah. he is a good player as much as he yeah. is. He can be hot and cold. Um, uh, I mean, teams like the the. I, I'm not sure how much I would, I would be attracted by Mariners' offer because there's been talk of them, just what they want to deal bullpen arms for that, and I think yeah. the Yankees can build a bullpen from within, with on unsuspecting guys just because uh, they built the ability to do that over the last couple of years with Matt Blake. Um, some other teams out there are are the Giants as well. They're looking for middle, yeah. middle infield. Um, I, I believe the. Uh, I mean, you mentioned the Padres with Xander Bogarts. Maybe if they, yeah. maybe if they don't get him, they'd be interested in Glaber as well. Um, I, I'd want more than just bullpen pieces out there. So I, I'd want some like either legitimate like prospect or like I yeah. don't know. Something yeah, I think in. you got to you got to dip dip in uh, for for Glaber. You dip into their minor league, um, and you, you try to grab one of their top ten guys or something like that, or top fifteen guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know it's interesting. The Padres would be an interesting option, except they already have Cronenworth, um, who I think they're planning on moving to first base, um, and he's been mm-hmm. their second baseman for the last three years. So anyway, we'll see what happens. But I think you know, from the standpoint, I, I say you still you still continue to. Um, shop shop labor or, or let people know that he could be had for a good deal um and uh yeah you have you know, to listen yeah yeah i mean the, the one thing you do give up you know from a batting and at bat standpoint is when he's hot he's going to right center and uh and and just you know t- you know his historically waiting on the pitch and pushing it off to the right center side you know there's nobody better in the lineup that they have right now that can, you know, especially with DJ out, they can make contact to that side and, and, and push it over from the right-hand side of the ball, of the batter's box. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, when Glaber's going well, and then I, he's one of those guys where if you have Judge and Stanton rolling and then you have him going, like, relatively well, then the Yankee lineup is just dangerous, mm-hmm. as dangerous mm-hmm. as anyone uh, in the league. Um, I did want to touch on a signing that did happen. Uh, Jose Abreu signed with the Astros. Um, yep. I think it was three years, twenty million per year. Yeah, I think so. Or, yeah, so close which, to it. A little that's, over. that's that's significant for a thirty-six-year-old. But I mean, that Astros lineup is just got a little longer because because Yuli Gurriel <laughs> was not very good last year, and yeah. they, they added one of the better first basemen in the game. And you know, we, it was kind of expected because they were in on Rizzo, they were target, and he is the next best best guy. So. Yep. And I think you know he's he's got a um, he can show he can still control the bat. I think mm-hmm. they I think somebody had said on Twitter that they, that if you inserted him into the Yan- Jose Abreu into the Yankees lineup, he would have the second best OPS on the roster behind Judge. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean. He won an MVP in 2020, which was the yeah. short season, but he's been a really good player for a yeah. while. Um, yeah. 
going to be a pain to deal with him in that Astros <laughs> Speaking yeah, of another, the Astros yeah, being a pain, <laughs> we have uh, rumors of them being in on Andrew Benintendi, who, as John Hammond said, might not want to come back to New York. Um, mm. Not sure how true or, true or untrue that is. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I, I just whether he comes back to the Yankees or not, I just hope he doesn't end up in Houston. So. Yeah. Houston's proven. Houston is proving to be, uh, you know, the, uh, the the team of of this decade, I guess. Um, you know, six years six years consecutively in the ALCS, right? Um, and then and then you know they they and they are only getting better and they're younger. They're younger than they were. Um, so it's. Uh, you know there are the arms that they brought up through their through their minor league ranks um, just kind of showed in the postseason here, but yeah, you know if you had your choice and you wanted to say who's got the best shot at winning the championship, I say you know teams right now still want to go to the Astros or players right now want yeah. to go to the Astros. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a location thing or or just I, I mean I don't know. Maybe he's maybe Andrew's got some Red Sox blood still in him. So, well, oh, that see. could be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Houston's a nice part of the world, but uh, you know, it's got it's an, it's a nice town. You know, it's uh, certainly certainly not Kansas City, but it is. You know, I'd say Boston's a little better, yeah. but you know, and and it makes you think, right? So, so is is he one of those players potentially that was saying the uh, the New York fan base is too harsh on players when they're not doing too well? Do you well, go there? I'd rather I'd rather it be him than uh, Judge or something like that. So yeah, for sure. I'd rather lose him than than Judge because of that. I mean, all right. So what are we doing in yet. left? What are we doing in left field? If if he's gone, if he if he goes to the Astros, then then we're still shopping for a left fielder, right? I kind of like the Conforto option as much as some people don't. I, I mean, I don't think it'll. I'm hoping it doesn't cost too much because he's sat he sat out last year, but yeah, it's been a good player. I think he's a good fit for the stadium as well. Yeah, um, I, I kind of like that option, and he's, Yoshida he's, would be an exciting option too. Yeah, so. yeah, but he's got you know, and Yoshida is all bat, and and they don't his yeah. his fielding's a little risky right now, right? Or people people don't know he's as good a fielder. Benatendi, great fielder. Um, you know, that would have really had a solid, you know, solid defensive outfield when you have Benintendi, Bader, and Judge. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> we'll see. What about Nimmo? Is Nimmo only a, fall, I, a fallback plan if they sign Judge? I mean, if they don't what, sign Judge? Yeah, that's kind of what Heyman indicated, because, just because of the money that he's going to get. Um, the Giants are itch- interested in him as well, so... I could see if if Judge goes back to the Yankees, I think Nimmo would be a fit in San Francisco. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to get a good good amount of money. Um, yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see the Yankees sign him, but I don't think it's a uh, a likelihood based on what we're seeing right now. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Next. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, the next uh, topic we had. Um, I mean, there, there's. Talk about starting pitcher. The Yankees, I mean, Brian Cashman came out and said that he's targeting starting pitching. And um, one of the top guys, uh, Justin Verlander, the the rumor is that he's probably going to be a Dodger. He's looking for 
a Max Scherzer type of deal, as uh, Jim Crane said, um, which he was not supposed to <laughs> against yeah. the, the CBA. And um, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and I, I can't really see the Yankees giving him that type of deal either, if I'm being honest. So, you know, he, he proved that you can come back from Tommy John surgery and be in, uh, be a Cy Young Award winner. <laughs> you know, yeah. And and and, and how many at more? Thirty nine. Yeah, thirty nine. <laughs> and in essence, that gives him an elbow that uh, that that is younger because it's been fully repaired. Yeah. But he, then again, he can end up in the in the ranks of a uh, uh, Jameson Tyone, where he has to you know it ends up getting multiple times. So it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It really is a crapshoot if they, if you know, to to know which one, how to how to do it. I I hear you know the Yankees are are, are still looking at arms and stuff too, right? So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, you know, but Verlander going to the Dodgers, eh, that would be that would make sense, right? I mean, that would make yeah. You know, he's, he, I mean, he I think leave. he's meeting with them, or yeah. he he might have he might have already met with them. Uh, but, I mean, J.P. Morosi kind of indicated that the Dodgers are most likely to sign him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a fit. I think yeah. they make a substantial move each offseason, and I think that might be this year's move for yeah. them. Yeah, um, Last thing before we get to, like, the rumors, um, Don Mattingly last night joined the uh, Blue Jays as bench coach. So just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I love Mattingly. I love him as a Yankee. I, I was kind of hoping he would be coming back as part of some some you know Yankee front office or staff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, he did a great job in in Miami with the Marlins as a you know and stuff. He's he's really cut his teeth everywhere he goes. Um, the Blue Jays have that young lineup that needs somebody persistently in there with them, talking through the situation and stuff. Um, the fact that he's a Blue Jay. You know, I, I'm in that I'm in that in that crowd that basically says the the Blue Jays are on the Yankees' radar, but they're so far away considering the Astros, the Red Sox, and some of the other teams that they've had to worry about. Um, so you know, because the question becomes up, okay, what happens if you know the Toronto Toronto goes crazy and they have a bench clearing brawl with the Yankees in one of the early games because they're trying to trying to prove how tough they are and everything. What does Mattingly do? Does he sit in the back and, <laughs> you know, yeah, and let it all play out? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm disappointed from the aspect of once you know, I, I really want him to be a Yankee for life, and I mean, he was a Yankee for his career, but he's had such a long career outside of the Yankees since he left the coaching staff at Joe Torre, um, and uh, you know, he, he, I probably have more of an argument and more of more energy. Um, trying to fight for him to get into the Hall of Fame than the fact that he's on the Blue Jays right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that came to my mind when uh, this hire happened was uh, the Blue Jays are kind of a team that, like, uh, the players, it, it seems like they think they've already made it. Like, they've already done big things and, like, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're like a threat. But, like, I mean, I, I think that can Mattingly be the guy that kind of, like, keeps them in check and like kind of humbles them a little bit. So they actually like, I, I mean, they have the talent to go deep, Yep. but uh, I, does this awaken them or is that, is that going to be enough or is that is one is him as bench coach, not really going to make a difference there. Um, 
and only time will tell. I think it, it's an it's an inter- interesting hire. Um, he's been criticized for like his actual in-game management before, but I, I mean, I think he's a good guy to have have on the bench. So yeah, be interested to see him in the uh, next season. Yeah. He's also been, he's also much I'm sorry yeah. he's also much more mild mannered, um, you know, uh, uh, than than that dugout can be, especially after like a home run celebration or all that stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, you yeah, haven't won anything yet. Okay, you hit a ball over the wall. You haven't you haven't yeah. won anything yet. Settle down. I don't think you you'll know? see him putting on that yeah. jacket. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the rumors. Let's get to the Heyman article. Um, okay. And he kind of just outlined their, the Yankees' approach to the offseason. Um, Judge is their priority, obviously. And then he also said that they're targeting starting pitchers, Car- yeah. with Carlos Rodon on the top yeah. of the list. Um, and uh, the starting pitchers are not contingent. That's kind of like a separate thing yeah. from Judge. It's not contingent on the money they spend on Judge. Yeah, they're gonna. Um, I, I I really believe, based on everything we're reading, that they're gonna they're gonna add a pitcher regardless of what happens. Um, yeah. And and is that Frankie Montas insurance or just because they're losing? You know, and they they also said they're still involved with Jamison Tyone. So, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, or at least that came out that they were still interested in him. So, yeah. You know, <clears throat> they need that. Although you know you you got. You got Herman, and you've and you you know uh, sitting on the sidelines right now, waiting to see if he can be the fifth guy. So. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I wouldn't even think of it as Montas insurance. I would think of it as like every team could use another starting pitcher at this point. Yeah, every team is saying that. So I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll be a top of the market guy like Rodon. The Mets are in on him. Or I mean, Mets are in on trying to keep DeGrom too so yeah maybe if the Mets keep DeGrom that opens up the door for the Yankees um I, I think the Giants are also trying to keep uh Rodon yeah. he would be the he would be the guy I would like best because I think he's uh I mean he's a little younger than Verla- Verlander and DeGrom there are injury concerns with all three of them but I think uh Rodon's been healthy for two seasons in a row basically yeah, yeah. so uh, I, I would like. Uh, he's the guy I would like to see them get. He's a lefty as well. Yeah. Um, who, I mean, we've seen what the approach for lefties in, in Yankee Stadium, uh, as far as pitching goes, it, it, it kind of works because of the deep yep. left center. So. Yep. Um. Yeah. So starting pitcher is a plan for the Yankees that, and Judge isn't going to impact that, um, as far mm-hmm. as Heyman says. Yep. Um. The Yankees are in contact with the shortstops, and those are contingency plans for for Judge, basically. So Correa, Turner, um, Bogarts probably, and uh, even Dansby Swanson as well. Um, good to see that they have a pivot plan. As uh, I mean, not that uh, I mean, good to see that they're gonna spend the money if Judge does unexpected unexpectedly leave them. So. Um, I, I, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like them to sign one of those guys in addition, but I don't expect it. I'm not going to like raise my fist if they don't in addition to judge, but, uh, I, I, I would like to see it if, uh, 
uh, if possible. But I, I mean, as as Heyman indi- indicates, it's a it's a contingency plan for uh, for Judge, and it's I think it's understandable. Yeah, but I guess in some ways it's understandable, and in some ways I just don't understand it at all. Why, just because you need a big market name, I mean, you already know you've got shortstops on your staff. Okay, you, the unproven part of the shortstops are how well do they hit, and and can they bring an OPS that some of these other guys do? And I think that's that's the big key. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know if signing a shortstop because I mean it, it delays all of their. Um, yeah. It delays all of their it delays all of their uh plans to bring the young guys into the lineup, I think, if they do something like that. Yeah, or I makes, think it would or be or makes them expendable. I think it, yeah, either that or like either like you sign someone and then you trade one of them for a pitcher or something like that. Or you uh can unload Donaldson and move the shortstop you signed to third, say if you like you signed Bogarts who is not a uh, not a great defensive shortstop. Right. He's not. Right. He's someone who isn't going to be at shortstop for long. Um, he's someone who can move. I mean, Correa is a really good defensive shortstop, but he can move to another position as well. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't think the I, I, I don't expect them to sign one of those guys. I think yeah, the only slim possibility of them signing one in addition to Judge is Bogarts and moving him to like third or something like that. Um, if they are able to move Donaldson's money, yeah, yeah. knows about that. So, so if you had a choice between Correa or Trey Turner, which one would you go with? I lean Correa because of the speed in Turner's game. He's turning mm-hmm. thirty, and I don't think yeah. that ages as well. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at either. So I'm not gonna be like, oh, we signed Trey, Trey Turner instead of Correa. Yeah, I'm I'm mad. I'm like no, like he, <laughs> he's like a top twenty player in baseball. So yes, yeah. I I I think Turner has the better all around game, um, and he's already proven that he can play in another position besides shortstop because he won with the Dodgers. He was in second for a while, um, you know, and stuff. Uh, Correa probably has the mindset and the tenacity to survive New York really well. In my mind, yeah, yeah, he would probably get booed early on too, especially. Yeah, he would, was, sure. And and I think he would handle it. <laughs> He'd have to deal with it at the opening press conference, and then hopefully yeah. set it aside at that point. Yeah, yeah. But when he mm-hmm. hit, he, when he hits a couple of homers, I think he would be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Or makes a couple good uh, good plays. Um, yeah, yeah. So and then there's also left field. We've kind of touched on this. Um, Heyman's article. Talked about yep. Benintendi, and we touched on him maybe not wanting to go back to New York. Mm. Uh, he, and then Heyman touched on Conforto, Yoshida, and yeah. also said that Nimmo is kind of a, the one guy out of the group that's a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now um, Conforto's apparently on a lot of teams' radars right now. Yeah. So, um, but again, you're right. He has, you know, his last year was 2020. And um, excuse me, twenty twenty one. He's twelve that year, yeah, and he did. So I don't know another another unknown. I kind of put him in, in, in the um, uh, uh, in the uh, carpenter category, okay, as somebody who's kind of an unknown, be a great bat in the in the field and stuff, but 
but but you don't know what you're going to get until you put them in the batter's box to see what happens. So, yeah, yeah, the upside is certainly there, but um, yeah, yeah, it would be it would have to be a short term commitment. I think I, I think he's going to have to prove himself again anyway. So, um, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I have, yeah, I watched Yankee the most recent edition of Yankees Hot Stove on Yes Network, and there wasn't too much that was notable um, right. that went on. Um, they kind of, I, I mean, they talk about Judge, of course, where it's like, uh, where they're like, oh yeah, he de- he deserves to like, uh, the usual talking points, he deserves to see who wants him and go out there and see all the offers and everything. But uh, Cur- I think it was Jack Curry indicated that the Yankees expect uh, the deal to be around eight years and over 300 million which i mean i think that just shows that their offers are serious if uh, yeah 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 and speaking of serious offers there, uh, yeah last last night i saw it on on twitter i don't listen to mlb network radio yeah but bobby malone <laughs> okay was, uh, like famous famous on yankee twitter um <laughs> he uh he tweeted out that he was listening to MLB Network Radio, and they were saying that the Yankees and the Giants are only, only the only two teams in on Judge. There's no like bidding war, right? And uh, Judge was disappointed with the Giants' offer. So, um, Judge yeah. wants years. Judge wants years. Hey, you know, and um, and I think that's the that's the challenge he's. The challenge any team has is can can they uh, can they put a a, a ten year contract which would you know the Yankees would I, I do believe the Yankees would not do okay can they put a ten year contract in front of a thirty one year old superstars um, yeah. uh, and 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 I mean everybody can remember what you know you know the A Rod the A Rod contracts and some of these other big contracts out there that don't mm-hmm. just just went too far um, you know the Yankees can look inside and, and they can see. They can see the A-Rod contract that they offered, and they could see uh, the Stanton contract that they traded for. And Cano, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, Robinson Cano they didn't sign him, but no, and they lost so. on that deal. But then Cano ended up, you know, just not in the right spot. And I think that's got. I hopefully that lingers. That Cano deal lingers with Judge and says, okay, I'm. I can't leave a market that I'm the superstar in right now, and I'm the face of baseball. Um, you know, and and he. I think will he get will he get at least eight years? I think so. I think the Yankees and yeah. hopefully they've already made that happen. They've already offered, made that offer to him. Um, you know, so that's a good thing. So I, I you know, yeah. and if and if he's disappointed in the Giants' offer, okay, make your decision quickly and let's get going here. Let's get the rest of the offseason off and running. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I mean, I think he's going to get eight years i mean he yeah. turned down seven i think yeah. he's not going to take seven uh, it turned down seven before the season he's not going to take seven now mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. at least eight years maybe nine i don't think he's getting 10 so yeah, yeah. Uh, unless someone uh, unless like the giants come in with a crazy offer last minute which it, i doesn't seem like they are right now uh, as far as we know but, yeah, and, and as we talked last week, that you know the Dodgers were in just to to make a cursory offer to him, and they offered a huge AAV, yeah. but for four years, and um, you know that's that's not what Judge wants either. Judge wants insurance for the rest of rest of his career, and yeah, um, you know, 
if that's the case, then what's holding what's holding you up, Aaron? Make the make the decision and, and bring it bring us to the close of that one so we can move on with every with building the rest of the team. So Yeah. Yeah. Um I got nothing else you got uh wanna get to history? Sure. Sure. Um Okay, so on this date in uh, in the year two thousand, Mike Messina jumps over from the Orioles, uh, where where he had ten years with the Orioles. He signs a six year, eighty eight and a half million dollar contract with the Yankees, and ends up being one of their superstar, you know, one of their really dependable everyday pitchers for his eight years with the Yankees. Um, yep. <clears throat> gets a World Series ring out of it, and uh, uh, and I don't think and, he did. Did he? He signed after two thousand, right? Two, after two thousand. So, you know, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're and he right. Left, he retired in, after two thousand eight. Yeah. So oh, he missed man. out. Yeah. But we'll all we'll all know him from telling Joe Torre to stay in the dugout. That's a great yeah. video <laughs> piece right there. Yeah. Um, but you know, ending up with a career. First off, he's one of the few pitchers that went into the Hall of Fame with less than three hundred wins, and yeah, kind of started that. But. Had a really really good career with the Yankees, and um, and stuff, and and uh, it was good to good to see. Two thousand nine on this date, Sports Illustrated comes out with their Man of the Year uh, award every year, and um, the only Yankee ever to be named uh, a Man of the Sports SI's Man of the Year is Derek Jeter. This in two thousand nine, um, and I think he kind of. You know, if he had his choice, he probably wouldn't have been the only guy. He probably would have put everybody from the 2009, you know, roster uh, that won the World yeah. Series on that, um, you know. On, Maybe on, except for A-Rod, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. A-Rod. or something, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but anyway, um, you know, and it certainly wasn't the 2004 Red Sox, who the entire team was named Sportsman of the Year. Um because they broke they broke the curse. So, but um, it's a great honor for for DJ one more, and and, and it just kind of keeps reminding me that DJ's out there lingering right now, and I would love to see him become part of the front office for the Yankees. Yeah, there was an article that came out last week that talked about Mattingly and Jeter becoming like uh, yeah. coming to the Yes Network booth, but obviously yeah. Mattingly's not happening. And I I know G- Jeter's becoming more. <sighs> outspoken in public yep. but i don't expect him to take the the leap into the booth just yet if that's going to happen at all so yeah how do you think he did on the k-rod cast when uh I, when, yeah. when he was there with michael k and a-rod doing one of the one of the uh sunday night games i i liked it i mean that was to promote the documentary and yep. i especially i especially liked it i mean it was funny because he was kind of throwing some jabs, but it was just it was the distraction from the Yankees getting beat by the Red Sox that night as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he I think he's definitely more accessible. He definitely teased the uh, Yankee fans uh, by saying he'll be around more often now, and um, yeah. and I, you know of course I I immediately jumped right into the well he can take over Brian Cashman's desk anytime. <laughs> you know? Now, I don't know if he's learned everything he can, but but boy, did he he did a good job grabbing. You know, when he was a partial owner of the Marlins, he did a good job grabbing Yankees from their front office staff and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. and so I think it's uh, he's a forward looking guy, and I and I like that a lot. But he's having too much fun with uh, players, the Players Tribune. So 
Yeah. And his kids. So And his kids. <laughs> yeah. And his daughters. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. humbling him big time. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So, so that's the history for this week. Um, more signings and stuff probably will be available as we go, but that's I'm spending most of the history on what's happened in off season things. So Yeah. We have uh We'll be back next week on Wednesday. The winter meetings will be either wrapping up or like they'll be. It'll be towards the end of the winter meetings, yeah. I believe. I think yeah, they I start think they on start Sunday. To... Yeah, and, and uh, maybe we'll get some news breaking in the uh, in in the meantime. So probably right notable... after we probably right after we sign off today, something big will happen. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, be interesting. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next week, going into December. That's yeah. crazy. And uh yeah. So thanks for listening. Tune back in next week and let's go Yankees.